making our way through a Thursday morning. And, uh, yeah, not a bad morning either. The temperature is uh, behaving over the next little while. Some pretty mild temperatures. In fact, the south part of the province seeing temperatures around plus 10 in the next week or so. And you know if it's going to be that in the south part of the province, you know the Maple Creek area is going to be warmer than that yet. They always get those blasts of of warm air when we're going through those. But pretty much central and south Saskatchewan seeing plus temperatures over the next little while, which is extremely nice change from where we were about a week, week and a half ago, that's for sure. Well, this is something that we pretty much do, I would say, on a weekly basis. Some people, maybe even multiple times a week, grocery shopping. And when you head to the grocery store, in this day and age, in the cost of living crisis we're dealing with, you often are going to do it in a way that you you pick and choose not only what store you go to, but of course where you buy certain things because sometimes they're on sale at a certain store. You know you can get this product cheaper here than you can here. I think people are becoming more and more frugal that way. Well, recently, Loblaws did a bit of backpedaling. If you remember a couple of weeks ago, they announced that they were no longer going to be discounting perishable foods like meat, fruit, and vegetables by 50%. That was their practice. When they got close to that best before date, they would mark them down 50%. And you would see throngs of people heading to the store because that's the day to buy the product. You might use it that day. You might freeze it. You you know, there's a whole bunch of things that you can prolong the life of the food with. They say, nope, we're discontinuing the 50% sale. And people lost their mind in Canada. People were boycotting. They were protesting. Like, it was quite something. To the credit of Loblaws, they said, okay, fair enough, we'll bring it back. I I was shocked. I mean, you don't often see, especially a big organization like Loblaws, responding to their customers that way. I give them credit. I give them credit. I think that was a great move. People were clearly happy about it. I think it actually probably instilled the the commitment of their customers to continue to go there if they felt heard. So Dr. Sylvain Charlebois, who we've talked to a few times on this show, a professor of food distribution and policy, scientific director at the Agri-Food Analytics Lab at Dalhousie University, joins us this morning from Halifax to kind of dig into this topic and the topic of, of food costs in general. Thanks so much for taking our call this morning, Sylvain. My pleasure. So can we break down what happened in this Loblaws situation? They made a decision. They were getting rid of this 50% off business, and then all of a sudden they've done an about-face. Help us understand what happened there. Well, I'm trying to figure out why the largest private employer in the country would do something like this, but it did happen. Uh, They never really made an announcement. Uh, I was the one that actually uh, contacted Loblaws, uh, it was last week and, um, and, uh, just wanted to confirm, uh, rumors, uh, cause I was actually hearing things even before the holidays about this. I was waiting for an announcement. It never came. So ask Loblaw and they said, yeah, absolutely. This is what we're doing. And asked them if I could actually share, uh, their news with the public. And, uh, they said, no problem. And, uh, a few days later, uh, oh, hell, what broke loose. <laughs> a lot of people were talking about this across the country. And um, for for a lot of reasons, one, of course, it was not announced. It caught people by surprise. But two, uh, the, the reason why uh, they were doing it, according to the email I got, was that they wanted to align their 
their policy with the competition. So in other words, Loblaws was telling Canadians from now on, well, don't expect 50%. 30% is the new benchmark. And I don't, I don't think it sat well with a lot of people. No. Well, it, it didn't. I mean, there was a lot of pushback. There was a lot of, you know, your, what you would typically see online anger. But I will say I give them credit for swiftly changing their decision and going back to what they were doing originally. I feel like there's a lot of companies that make these decisions and then think they have to stick to them. Do you think that shows responsiveness to what shoppers are wanting by a big company like Loblaws? Uh, yes, absolutely. I mean, on Friday, I was hearing rumors that Loblaw was uh, changing its mind. I didn't believe it. I just didn't believe it at all. And uh, and so when it happened, when it was confirmed, uh, one reporter, I believe from Toronto, called me uh, to confirm. Uh, I, I was surprised. I was pleasantly surprised. Absolutely. I think it was the right thing to do. I think so, too. Sylvain, do you think that it was done... Uh, to save face, or really was it a compassionate move based on what their customers were telling them? I don't think they saw the seriousness of the change at all. I mean, I mean, when when Catherine Thomas, the VP of Communication, allowed me to share the email on on X uh, and social media, that's when I realized I don't think they understand. Uh, the implications here. I, I think a lot of people will be upset. I knew people were going to be upset. Um, I mean, about 20% of Canadians actually look for these deals on a regular ba- basis, these enjoy tonight deals. Um, so it's not everyone. I mean, 80% of Canadians couldn't care less about these deals, but for that 20%, these deals matter a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, we're talking 50%. I actually buy these deals once in a while because you can actually save a lot of money and so uh, and and frankly i i just i just i just think that over at brampton ontario at head office at law i just i just think they just didn't see the value they just saw well i we just want to sell quality and let's dump all that stuff onto flash food which is the app that they have a partnership with Dr. Sylvain Charlebois is our go-to guest when we're talking about things like groceries and food prices. So do you think that other retailers will follow suit? Will we see similar decisions to go to this 50% discount? What type of trends do you think we'll see in 2024? Well, it'll be interesting. Uh, I, I... Not sure it would happen. It will happen, but uh, it does beg the question. I mean, yes. Uh, I mean, creating a new thirty uh, percent benchmark uh, was not going to uh, be well received by Canadians. But what about creating a fifty percent, <laughs> a, a new fifty percent benchmark for for expiring food products? Uh, I mean, yeah, why not? And but I, I do think that the the whole food rescuing space. Because that's what we're talking about now: expiring food, fresh food. We do waste a lot of food. Uh, it's a win-win. People save money, and and grocers waste less food. Uh, that food rescuing space is really underexplored, as far as I'm concerned. I, I think there's more that we can do, and uh, to offer better deals to people if they if they really are on a tight budget and they still want to buy fresh. It's the best deal in town. So my guess, and I actually got a note from Flash Food, Loblaws app last week. Their downloads triple last week in Canada. Wow. 
Well, because of the news, yeah. tripled. It shows so you the input. You can see that people, a lot of people just weren't aware of these apps. So, you know, I'm curious to know your thoughts on, is there a strategy, so a 50% off, you know, just before best before date versus some grocery stores that use points and rewards. If you accumulate enough points, you get so much off. Is there one particular strategy that seems to resonate with shoppers better? Well, the in-store deal is the best one, I think. Why? Because you actually can see the product. I've actually seen products uh, discounted 50%, and uh, they didn't look edible, really, to be honest. And you just walk away. Uh, These apps will force you to buy a food product, and then you have to go and pick up whatever you bought at the store. So you're making that leap of faith by buying a picture and then when you show up at the grocery store, you realize some of the products you just bought aren't necessarily edible or they don't look good. So the best deal possible is in store. And uh, so I always look for these, you know, these uh, carts on the side there. They, there's, there's some major rebates. And then uh, you can go on site. You can actually use uh, different apps like Flash Food, Food Hero, Too Good To Go. They're all available in Saskatchewan. And um, you can actually look around. And I suspect that you can actually save some money, but you can't touch the food. You can't actually look at it. You can't feel it. That's mm-hmm. the problem. And that you can't beat that in-store experience. Dr. Sylvain Charlebois is my guest, Scientific Director, Agri-Foods Analytics Lab at Dalhousie University. You know, I, I've, I've heard that there's some potential um, other challenges that are going to be happening in 2024. Can you give us an idea, as we head into the first few months of the year, what you you're going to predict we'll see in terms of food prices? Uh, over the next little while, it's going to be, uh, it's still going to be tight a little bit. Uh, I mean, uh, last week we heard from Statistics Canada, uh, the, the food inflation data was not great, I'll be honest with you. We were expecting the food inflation rate to continue to drop. It did not drop. Uh, the gap between inflation and food inflation is dropping, uh, so a little concern there with with the data that uh, that uh, that we saw last week. But uh, by the time we get to May and June, I, I think we uh, we could see some price wars actually, especially at the center of the store. We could actually see, you know, some uh, some products become more available, more affordable. Uh, loss leaders, rebates, uh, it wouldn't be surprising. Why? Because there's a lot of, uh, I think the biggest battle for the grocers will be loyalty. A lot of people are shopping around now. And so grocers will want our business back. And to do that, they'll have to make sure that we're attracted uh, by some really good deals. Any other, before I let you go, breaking news or, or things that are on the horizon that you think shoppers, grocery shoppers should know about? Uh, I mean, pay attention to loyalty programs. Uh, I, I actually, we are expecting some changes with loyalty programs. Uh, whether you shop at uh, at uh, Loblaws uh, Superstore, uh, Safeway, or Sobe's or Co-op, doesn't matter. I, I think there's going to be some major changes with loyalty programs, and. Uh, we are expecting those programs to become more generous, again, because of that loyalty battleground. So pay attention to those programs and uh, don't leave any money on the table. Good advice, Dr. Charlebois. Thanks for taking our call.
All right. You take care. Bye-bye. Dr. Sylvain Charlebois, Professor of Food Distribution and Policy, Scientific Director of the Agri-Food Analytics Lab at Dalhousie University from Halifax, who we always enjoy talking to. And really, I mean, started talking about it because of the fact that Loblaws has decided to reverse its decision when it comes to these 50% off discounts that they offer on food that is, you know, getting close to that perishable date. Might not be right there, but getting close. So, you're the expert on this, right? We all, we all have our own grocery shopping habits. We have our favorite go-to spots. We have, in some cases, we're coupon clippers. In other cases, we watch for sales. Maybe you're, you use those flyers religiously. Maybe an app. I'm hearing, we, we posted this on Facebook last night, and there are so many, dozens of you reached out and said, you know, here's my tip. And we're going to talk about that this morning. Maybe you're on this flip app. I hadn't even heard about it, but... It maybe is the way to go in terms of driving you to where the best sales are. You can put in what you're looking for. It tells you where in your community the best sale might be. So that's what we're looking for next. Your top cost-saving hack at the grocery store. We all have them, and I want to hear yours. one 332 8255 The phone lines are open. The text lines are open. Your thoughts and calls on the best cost-saving hacks at the grocery store when we come back. 980 CJME and 650 CKOM. We're talking about grocery shopping, and really we're talking about pop cost-saving hacks that you might have for the grocery store. 1-877-332-8255. I want to start off with Gene in Saskatoon. Gene, you've been in the food business for a long time, so I appreciate you weighing into this conversation. Good morning. Good morning. A couple things. I think... I think your academic is is off the mark a bit on several. Okay. What what's your thoughts? Oh, we might have lost Gene. Do we still have you? No, I think we lost Gene. All right, we'll have to come back to Gene. Uh, I'm hoping that we can get him back maybe uh, after ten thirty, if possible, because. I know Gene has has spent over 40 years in the food business, and so um, to me, that is a perspective that we want to hear. So I wanted to tell this story, and this I'm hoping will spark some of you to, to call in. I have a buddy. His name's Hab. Hab was a school teacher of mine, by the way, so... I've, I've stayed in contact with and good friends with Hab in through my adult life, and to this day... My friend Hab is one of the most savvy grocery shoppers you'll ever find. So he found, of course, he's one of these guys that not only looks at coupons, but he knows the intricacies of the grocery stores. He knows when the sales are happening. He knows at the time of the day the, the food goes on sale. He knows when the fresh food is coming in. Like, he is that guy. So he tells me this story. He goes to a grocery store in Regina where... The food is marked down on this particular day, and I'm talking about meat, so it was steaks he was after. It was marked down 50% because it was literally, you know, one day away probably from the the best before date. Marked down 50%. However, in the last hour of the store is open, they mark it down another 75%. Okay. The day he went, he had a coupon. And it was Senior's Day. Okay, are you following me? So 50% off because it's a perishable food, the steaks. 
In the last hour, another 75% off. Basically, they just want to get these steaks out so that people can enjoy them. He had a coupon, and it was Seniors Day. He walks up to the till. He's got two great steaks ready for the barbecue. He puts them down. They scan them. They put them in a bag, and they give him 40 cents. <laughs> like, does that does that really happen? I actually pushed him on. I said, come on. They paid you to take the steaks? He said, they did. They paid me to take the steaks. <laughs> Have you got a story like that? That's what we're looking for. one 332 8255. All right, let's go to Anne. Take one quick call here before we have to take a break. Anne in Saskatoon, what's your thought on this topic of cost-saving hacks at the grocery store? Well, consumers need to be aware of a practice that was brought in by the government in June uh, 2002, and it's called the Scanning Code of Practice. Uh This was to protect consumers from stores that, although they put a price up on their shelves, when they scan it in on the register, it does not actually come up at that price. And so but what's the rule, Anne? So the rule is, is if you take the product, say it's a dozen of eggs, and the eggs say $3.29. You take it up to the till, and it comes up as $3.79. You make the uh, clerk aware that uh, you would like them to... Uh, give you the scanning code of practice because you have to ask for it. Mm-hmm. Even if the, they're aware of it, they won't say anything. You as a consumer are required to say that you would like to invoke the scanning code of practice. They will then give you that product for free if it's under $10. Wow. If the difference, let's say I'm buying something for, and it says on the shelf it's nineteen ninety nine, but I go and scan it and it comes at $20.99. They will then have to give you $10 off. This is this is a, a game changer. I've heard people talk about this before, and I'm glad Anne got this in just before we took the break. The scanning code of practice. We will come back to this topic. We'll revisit this. I know we got Gene back on the phone. Can he can he stick around till after the break? Okay, perfect. We're gonna go to Gene next. We got Pat on the line as well. It's your thoughts, your comments, your top cost-saving hacks at the grocery store right here on 650 CKOM and 980 CJME. We're talking about grocery shopping this morning, your top cost-saving hacks at the grocery store. And yeah, we just had a very good conversation with Anne about the scanning code of practice, which I think is such an important one to know. This is the one where if you see a price marked on the shelf and you get up to the till and when they ring it in, it turns out to be higher than the price on the shelf. You bring it to their attention, and if the item is under $10, they have to give you the item free. If the item is over $10, they give you $10 off your order. Scanning code of practice. I've heard people talk about this before, and I think that's that's a, such a good way to start the conversation that we're having this morning. So what is your top cost-saving hack at the grocery store? one 332 8255 I'm so happy we got Gene back. Gene from Saskatoon. Sorry we lost you there. I don't know what happened, but we just started talking about you have 40-plus years in the food industry. Is that correct? Yes, sir. Awesome. So yes. you, uh, what, I got, what I heard from you is you took some exceptions with what Dr. Sylvain Charlebois had talked about this morning. Yes, I did. Okay. A couple of things. 
just to answer your first question about a good hack, the first rule in grocery shopping is is buy what you eat and eat what you buy. <laughs> One of the biggest costs is food like waste it. at home, throwing it out of your fridge. So buy what you eat and then eat what you buy. Okay, I like so, it. Mr. Charlebois, he doesn't fully understand that grocery margins are, are you know, the worst in any any business in in the country. Right. Uh, I on I worked for Loblaws for three years, uh, many years ago, but I think changing from thirty from fifty percent to thirty was in line with what all the other grocers currently do. Mm-hmm. And Loblaws saw they looked at how do we get thirty million dollars worth of advertising for free. And they said, let's say we're going to drop our 50% to 30%. And every media outlet in Canada jumped on it and gave them their $30 million worth of advertising for free. Interesting, Gene. Interesting. Twist. I like it. Well, uh, they're not going to lose one customer because they go back to 50%. Right. The people that are shopping in that area of the store are only shopping for the price they're they're shoppers they're not customers right and there's a big difference interesting point so well have you well i've got you on the phone gene you've worked like you, you you've said 40 years plus in the in the food business how have you seen it change over time well the biggest problem in canada certainly in the i'm going to say in the meat business is the consolidation of meat packers there's only uh, two major meat packers in Canada. Uh, one's owned by a Brazilian company called JBS, and the other one is called Cargill. So uh, the cattle farmers, at the beginning of COVID, uh, cattle prices were in the, in the tank, and Cargill and JBS were making bucket loads of money. Now, they didn't have any staff, so they, they blamed it all on that, which was part of the problem but that's the biggest problem in north america is the consolidation of the processors Mm -hmm. not not of the retailers the retailers get a you know uh uh price from the wholesalers and they pass on what their margin is well gene yeah this has been good gene i appreciate you uh being willing to call in today and and share your thoughts on it And, and that's what we're looking for is you know, top cost saving hacks at the grocery store. And Gene, who's spent 40 plus years in the business in Saskatoon, says, buy what you eat and eat what you buy. I think that's a good tip. How much food do we throw out on a regular basis? It's sad, actually. one 332 8255 We have got, I've got a, a ream of paper here from our Facebook page as well. People are talking about the grocery app Flip. You can watch listed items. You can search for something you need. You can find out when it's on sale. Do you use this app? Is this, I don't use it. I've never even checked it out. I certainly will after this. So Stephanie, who threw that on Facebook, I appreciate it. Give us a call this morning. 1-877-332-8255. We're looking for top cost-saving hacks at the grocery store. And I've got Pat on the line from Regina. What's your thoughts, Pat? Good morning, uh... Evan, uh, Evan, I'm also a um, 
a longtime veteran of the uh, retired from the food industry. Nice. A, a couple, uh, one hack I would like to give, and then I want to just uh, touch on a couple little other points, sure. if you don't mind. Um, when you go into the grocery store, I know, like, for instance, I work for Loblaws. Um, you go into Safeway, uh, Sobe, Sobeys, Loblaws, and I don't know about the other ones, too, if they're in the end day. But if you look at the price tag, uh, Evan, you look in the corner, and it'll tell you how much the product is per 100 grams. Right. So what that what I'm saying is you look at that, and necessarily that doesn't mean the bigger one is cheaper. It's it's based on the price per yeah, hundred. If, if if you if you if you got a product that comes in two or three different sizes, right, right, right. If you look on the on the on the uh, per uh, gram price in that little thing there, that little writing, you may find that buying bigger necessarily isn't cheaper. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So I give you that hack. Now uh, I just want to say. Um, with Ann calling about the scanning, the code, scanning of code, yeah, I believe now I I stand to be corrected. I believe that has changed. That the only the thing now is they don't give it to you free under ten dollars. They just uh, refund you back the difference in the price because I think I've had that happen to me at at one of the Loblaws outlets. Hmm. So I I can't say for that, but I think that now. And then just one more thing, in regards to the 50% off thing uh, label, I don't know if you're aware, but uh, pardon me, I know in Regina for a fact that um, they have been using 30% for months. Okay. Okay, and I don't know why, you know, now there's 30%. The way it sounded like, I don't know what's happening down east, Evan, but the way it sounded like, they were 50%, they're taking it away, and, and they were going to go to 30%. Mm-hmm. That's right. Uh, out here, we're, we, were, we were at 30%, and I was just in the store the other day, and, and we're still at 30 so I don't know if it's going to go back to 50% or not. Okay, well, that's something that we're going to look into, Pat. Thanks. Okay, thanks, Evan. Yeah, I appreciate it. We, you know what? Hey, how good is it? We get a couple of vets from the food industry, Pat and Gene, who are saying, okay, we can help you with this. We can give you some stuff. Both of them giving us some good, some good tips. Gene talking about buy what you eat, eat what you buy. Pat looking at look at that price per one hundred grams because that's really the tell. And that, by the way, is how you can compare. For example, a chuck roast between stores, right? Is what are they charging per one hundred grams? Now you may have one store that you're loyal to because you like their meat, you like their bakery, you like their produce, whatever the case may be. But when you're looking at, especially with meat, that price per 100 grams is really how they sell it. And the flyers, if you're a flyer person, you probably knew that already. So thanks to Gene. Thanks to Pat. one 332 8255 Phone lines are open for you if you've got a, a shopping hack. Meal prep. Lisa sent this in on Facebook and said, if you meal prep, if you plan your meals, if you think about it, this is kind of buy what you eat and eat what you buy. That's really what it is. If you think that way, and, I, and I'll be the first to admit, I have gone to the grocery store half an hour past supper time, starving, and you fill that basket, or worse yet, cart, with everything from spaghetti to Oreos. <laughs> because the Oreos, you, you're going to eat two on your drive home from the store, right? At the end of the day, sometimes those impulse buys, if you're not prepped, if you don't have a list, that weighs into it as well. 
one eight seven seven three three two eight two five five. All right, we got Derek on the road this morning. Have you got a hack for us, Derek? Yeah, just a quick one, pretty simple. I uh, I am impulsive, so when I get to the uh, grocery store, I know I'm going to throw stuff in my cart that I don't need. And when I get to the belt and put everything on, I have a rule of discarding two things and simply giving wow. them to the giving them to the teller and saying, "Sorry, I actually don't need these." And so I pick two items, and usually three, actually. Once I pick my two, I always notice something. So that saves me uh, with the family. Interesting. And, uh, you're the yeah. you're the guy. You're the reason that that licorice is sitting at the till, and I'm wondering, how did this get here? <laughs> That's me. That's me and everyone like me. Yep. Okay, Derek, I love it. Thanks so much. Uh, appreciate you calling in. one 332 8255 I like that. I like that. I'm, I'm going to try that. Get up to the till. You're putting your food on the belt, and you you now have to critically look at what you've bought and decide. You know what might it might depend if if Jody's with me, because if Jody's win with me, putting the apples aside might not be something that'll fly. Right? I've already mentioned my affinity for Oreos, so yeah. Anyway, one eight seven seven three three two eight two five five. Kathy is joining us now from Regina. Kathy, I understand you've got an app that you use. Is that right? I do, and I've been using it for about three years now, and it's called the Flash Food App. Okay. And it is a Loblaws uh, product, and you know they they anything that's going to be expired. Uh, they started out with fresh food, like uh, any of the meat was not frozen. They have now moved to frozen meat. It's produce, it's baking, it's uh, milk, uh, all kinds. Uh, yogurt's really cheap. Like, I can get it for half price. And, uh, and, the, and the app shows you how much you've saved in a year and actually how much you've reduced your carbon footprint. Wow. Which, which you know, I think is incent- it's incentivizing for people, right? If you can actually track how much you've saved, you like to see that on your bill or, in this case, on the app. Absolutely. And I've told people, like my boss didn't know anything about it, and, uh, and he, uh, he started using it. Um, I, I do a lot of, of um, make a lot of soup for the community fridge here in Regina, so, you know, I can still do that and, uh, and still save myself some money by using some of the flash food stuff. The Flash Food app. Kathy, thanks so much for uh, calling in with that. That's what we're looking for today. one 332 8255 Tips, hints, shopping hacks. we got a few minutes left. We're going to take a break. We'll come back, hopefully squeeze in a couple more calls. We'll take a look at what people said on Facebook. Your thoughts and your top cost-saving hacks at the grocery store. one 332 8255 You're listening to 980 CJME and 650 CKOM. This has been a good discussion this morning on top cost-saving hacks at the grocery store. We've had a ton of great callers and people weighing in and giving us I'm I'm laughing. I'm looking at the text line here, and Elaine from Hannah says, My mother told me you should never grocery stop shop when you're hungry. My mom told me that too, but I don't feel like I follow it. Hence the Oreos comment. Colleen from Buena Vista, who uh, is a regular uh, contributor to our show, don't ever purchase sliced chicken from the deli. 500 grams of sliced chicken cost you approximately 10 bucks, and you might be able to make two decent sized sandwiches. Instead, Purchase a cooked chicken. You'll enjoy a good meal. You'll have a few sandwiches at the end of the day, maybe even soup, all for seven ninety nine. 
So this theme, so what Colleen just talked about, if I look through the text, this is a theme. Be prepared to do a little work for your meal is, is really what it comes down to. Because if you want to buy processed, ready-to-eat, prepackaged, whatever you want to call it, food, you are likely going to pay more than you would if you buy, as Colleen talked about, buy one of those little roaster chickens. And then you can have a supper with it. You could make some sandwiches, you can make some soup, and it's going to cost, cost you less than the, you know, kind of that sliced chicken or, or whatever from, from the deli. Just, a, just a tip. Jeff from Estevan, we've been buying a lot of our meat in bulk from a local butcher. We switched to making homemade bread as well, which saves us quite a bit of money. Tom and Carlisle, I've got a scene card. Totally forgot I had it. Went to Sobeys over Christmas, $270 bill. She asked if I wanted to redeem points. I said, sure. The bill came to $10. Tom, what? How many movies are you going to? Like, I don't know. I, I You can collect scene points in a lot of different ways. Wow. That's a pretty big saving. Ron in Saskatoon says, flip is awesome. If I want a steak, if I want a bottle of scotch, or if I want toothpaste, it shows me the best flyer sale. So flip is definitely something we're going to have to go through. Uh, I'm going to check it out on the phone here once I'm done today on the show. Uh, check it out. It's an app that a lot of people swear by. They love it. Cameron in Regina says, my shopping hack is more of a philosophy. As a family, we buy what we need, not what we want. As an example, we would not. we would absolutely not pay for expensive cuts of meat. We buy a cheap roast, we put it in the slow cooker. So lots of lots of good hacks here. People are talking about buying in bulk. If you can do that, often it'll be cheaper and then you can package it up into something a little bit, you know, more manageable if you want in terms of something either, whether it's for your lunch, portion it out for meals, those types of things. So this has been good. By the way, if you check out our Facebook page, you will see, I think we had close to 100 comments on there, I believe, of people with different suggestions. A lot of them, I have to say, a lot of them harken back to the old ways that my grandmother used to do it. You have a garden, you harvest your garden, you can, you freeze, you, you know, vacuum seal, all of those types of things. It's uh, it's a bit of a dying art. People call it the homesteading uh, trend that's happening right now, but uh, there's probably something to be said for it, for sure, if you, number one, have the time, and number two, um, you know, can work that into your lifestyle. But uh, all of these tips have been good. I appreciate everyone that's texted in. I appreciate everyone that voiced uh, their thoughts on Facebook as well. That's been really, really good. We're going to switch our discussion to harm reduction. I've got a doctor joining me in just a second who actually has been advising the province of Saskatchewan on where they're focusing their efforts now, this recovery-oriented system of care for people with addictions. That comes along with a step back from harm reduction, which a lot of people are shaking their head at, especially knowing that there's a doctor who's helping consult on this. We'll talk to that doctor next on 980 CJME and 650 CKOM.